Hi, and welcome to another episode of Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. And in the continuation of shorter episodes about one subject uh, that is more intuitive, metaphysical-based, I would love to talk about the soul. I always love talking about the soul. I can go on for days about the soul, but in keeping with my promise of shorter episode, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about the continuum of your soul and the fact that it's such an amazing vibrational frequency to be a soul that I feel like once we understand a little bit more about it, we can be appreciative of why sometimes this physical experience is a little challenging. And we can also be in awe of the process because this ability to be a human being with a consciousness that is your soul is, I just think, the greatest experience. Now, I've never been a walrus. I've never been from another planet, although people have tried to tell me that over time. So I can't speak to that specifically, but I can talk about what I know about the soul. And for whatever work I have done in previous lifetimes, one of the jokes I have is that I just did my homework. I like homework. And I did my homework in previous lifetimes. And that's why in this one, I seem to have a an understanding, a knowing of not only what our soul is, but how it can best affect our human experience. And in that, I have come to really love the fact that I have this information and then I want to share this information because I really do believe that the more we embrace the fact that we do have an eternal aspect to us, the more we can lighten up about right now and the more we can be focused about right now because the present is really all we have. And I know you've probably heard that before, but the present adds up. Each moment that you have adds up little by little by little, right? Just like micro movements matter. Everything that we do contributes to what's next. And I feel like understanding a little bit more about the soul can have us just appreciating to just loving the fact that the soul came here and mixed with your humanness because it understands the hilarity of being human and that it simply wants to experience joy and to experience love and to experience experiences, not to be redundant, but to go through whatever we're going through. The soul does not see anything as a trial or tribulation or a difficulty. It sees everything as a learning experience. And I feel like the more I've embraced that, the more I can lighten up my rather serious side and I can have some more fun here. And I want that for everyone because I feel like when we're lighter, we will be kinder people and we will also recognize that our souls came here for ourselves. And that's a tough one for people to get a hold of sometimes in understanding that the soul has an intention, your soul has an intention in each lifetime to learn. So it comes in first and foremost for you and then of how it can help other people, how it can contribute, how your human self can contribute and to you know, spread the ripple effect. So it's not in a self-centered way that it comes in 
wanting to only serve self. It comes in knowing that I am here to learn for me. And there's an accountability in that that I find so amazing. And it honestly keeps me on the straight and narrow. So when I want to blame someone else or be annoyed by someone else's behavior and what it caused in me, what I've learned over the years about the soul's process and being able to connect with so many of you wonderful souls I've learned that, no, no, that's not it, Vic. Their soul came for their soul's purpose. Your soul came for your soul's purpose. And then your human self needs to learn how to get along or learn how to step away. Because sometimes those souls just aren't, and human cells just aren't going to dance nicely together. And whatever you agree to learn with each other has completed and you can step away. Um, hopefully kindly and with respect for each other. But the idea and what feels like a fact to me that your soul is here to garner as much information about joyfulness, about love, about connectivity, about learning um, can help to ease some of those challenges that we have because as humans, we are going to have obstacles to move through. We are going to have relationship, sometimes even struggles within ourselves and then with others. So your soul at one point was this blink of light and came in to do its first lifetime, probably much like a tadpole on land, didn't quite know how to navigate and maybe only had a short go around. Maybe it was a couple years, and then it went back into the non-physical by what we call dying. I do not believe that dying is an accurate word because energy just changes form. So that's often why you'll hear me say somebody croaked because the soul finds it gleeful, joyful, um, celebratory is probably the best word when someone passes, including itself. Like when someone crosses, I will often say, high five, good job, congratulations, because they've completed their process. Now, we may not want them to go, of course. Um, We may think that they were taken too soon, um, but there is no taken. There's a sole agreement to leave. Um, And I think we need to appreciate that while grieving, while processing. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. And One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because we just hit the, in the United States anyway, 500,000 souls who have crossed from COVID Um, and 500,000 cases. I'm questioning my math right now, but I am going to just keep running with it rather than go check it. (laughs) I'm going to be in ease about this. However, there are so many souls that are passing from other things, yes, but also passing from this pandemic and the grief that is palpable and the exhaustion that is pretty prevalent in the entire world right now, I feel like would and could be alleviated a little bit with some of us holding uh, gratitude, um, holding a reverence even. I don't mean putting them on pedestals because they're doing their soul's journey, but they're in a collectiveness have agreed to raise our consciousness. And I just think that's amazing. So each person who crosses is 
completing their contract for this lifetime, and yet their soul continues. It, it exists. And that's one of the reasons as a medium, when I did the work a lot more than I do now, um, I was always respectful and, and do remain respectful to those who have crossed. If someone would come to me and they wanted to work out their crap with someone who crossed, I'm not the translator for you to yell and scream and holler and work out your stuff and be ticked off at somebody who crossed because you want to hear from them that they did so many things wrong. That wasn't my role. I felt and still do feel responsible to the soul that has crossed. And yeah, maybe it was a nudge in this lifetime. Um, but I feel like the honoring of that continuum is part of my role here to teach that, but most importantly, to hold that space. So when you're another soul, we all get to do it. So we need to lighten up about this croaking thing. When we're going through that process and when we've, when we have left our physical body, there's still a knowledge of who we were. There's still a program of each lifetime that exists. And in the non-physical, you actually have more access to it than you do in the physical, because I think our brains would explode if we had all that information available to us. So your soul continuum, it's important to honor, I think, um, because each lifetime that you come through, ideally, you would be conscious or taught, and most of us were not. So it's, if you're hearing this for the first time, thank you for listening and you're doing a great job. Each lifetime, we're hopefully working our evolution up through the chakra chain. So we tend to start out in each early lifetime being very earth-centered, very like focused on the acquisition of things. So in the old days, you know, old, old, old times, that might have been um, you know, acquiring the most food for your family or the best cave or whatever the situation would be. And there are going to be new, new souls popping up all the time. And there is so much to this that I cannot comprehend on a human level um, that I just think is not available to us because our brains still have to evolve. Our souls evolve. Our brains still working with some pretty primitive gray matter and white matter and, and all the other hues in between. So as you go through this evolution, if you think of it as moving up your chakras, so you have your root that's very based in humanity, very based in physical money, acquisition, maybe career, usually poor relationships, or being rather inept in relationships. It doesn't have to be horrible relationships. And then you go to your sacral chakra, which is more about relationships and creativity and you know learning to um, have higher concepts of connectivity. And then you go to your solar plexus, which is your first intuitive sense, which is why that saying, trust your gut, it, it, your solar plexus is where is your first psychic sense. So when we're evolving and we're moving up the chakra chain, when you're um, primarily in your solar plexus, you may be someone who is starting to really understand who they are, who doesn't throw power around, but holds a place of power, who um, wants to shine light 
it's a bright yellow vibration. It doesn't have a color, but a bright yellow vibration. So, and, and, and it's perhaps someone, you are someone who understands the physical that we're here in the physical. And yes, there's a non-physical aspect to us too. So we move up and down the chakras all day long, all day long, all throughout our life. But your primary think of it as your home base in each lifetime will be one of these places. And you can move through and expand up into the other chakras, of course, by doing it consciously. So then perhaps in a next lifetime continuum, you move up into your heart space and that's where you're based. This does not mean that you are someone who just gives everything away. Actually, It's the opposite. It's someone who knows how to give, but also knows how to receive. It's someone who understands that I am here of my own learning and I want to share learning. I want to be part of um, the raising of the vibration of our our universe, our planet, of, of its people, and of all the beings, actually and the earth and the nature and everything. So it's not that when you move into your heart center, you all of a sudden are in service or continuously of service. So for you people pleasers out there, um, this does not necessarily mean you're working from the heart space. You're actually probably working from your sacral place and wanting harmony and overdoing when you when someone is of in the heart space they offer they teach but more often than not they understand that they cannot do for others they can lead they can guide they can want they can hold the love <laughs> and hope and stuff but you can't do it because each being came here to do for themselves in some way um so then you're moving up into the throat chakra and you know, this would be about communication. It would be about listening to the higher realms and perhaps offering the knowledge that's there. Uh, and then up into the third eye, the visionary, the very high concept and ability to conceptualize and bring through divine messages and blend with the human, not someone who spends all their time in meditation. You know, we might have that perception that if someone is always in a meditative or always in a contemplative space, they are of a higher vibration. That's not necessarily true because we came here to experience the human condition. So if someone is spending all of their time in that higher space, they are actually not meeting part of their agreement. Because I had someone say to me one time, I'm going to remain single. I'm going to concentrate only on my spiritual path, which is fine. I mean, if that's your, your knowing, completely do it. And I'm going to spend um, the majority of my life alone, like literally alone. And I remember saying to her, that is not actually where you may find your greatest lessons, messages, learnings. It's engaging with others and being challenged and having reflection of self and having an an opening or an understanding of how other people operate or live that will give you a greater understanding of humanity that will actually give you a higher frequency vibration because you are considering others 
and not only yourself. So see how there can be mixed messages in some of the teachings. And you know, you do what lines up with you. I am not here to judge any of it. I am here to say in the understanding of yourself, it bears merging the soul and the human self to the best of your capability. And then, you know, as you evolve throughout your lifetime and you arrive in a place of self-acceptance, I believe all of us are here to learn self-acceptance because, ooh, that's the tricky one, right? And that's why engaging with others is important because we could, you could arrive in a place of acceptance of others and, and who they are and truly cleanly be in that space and then be challenged to do self-acceptance and lock right up because, you know, it's a challenge. It's, it's difficult. It's not impossible. Others have done it. Um but we are all operating with our own programming and our own past experiences. So we all have to do it individually, hopefully with helpers. So the time that you won't come back for soul, another human incarnation anyway, is when you have arrived in self-acceptance, you understand and there's just not much else to be learned there's not anything else to be learned from being in a physical incarnation and i promise you if you are one of the people saying i'm on my last lifetime you aren't because the fact that you're saying that means you just want out um from this or and there's so many different layers i can't speak to why you would say it specifically but if you're stating that, there's a lot more learning to be done. Um, and I have heard other teachers or those that saw themselves as gurus say this. And I remember thinking, well, that's going to be a little surprising when you get there and you find out that is not the case. Because to me, that is speaking from a limited ego space. And someone who is truly on their last lifetime is not having that conversation. So um, again, get excited about having future, but do as much as possible in this one. Um, one of the things that I have kept as one of my own mantras is I am here to learn. I am here to understand as much as I possibly can from my interactions and how I'm impacting the world and how and why someone else is in my life. And sometimes that helps me to really have the courageous conversations because I want to see how much I can get done in this lifetime so that when I do my life review, when I croak, and please high five me when that happens, the experience I hope to have is one of cool. All right. I did raise the bar a little bit for myself in that lifetime. I know I have, but I also know there's so much more to learn. So as you consider your soul and how amazing it is, start to have some conversations with it. Be quiet, sit in contemplation, walk in contemplation. You can completely move. One of my favorite places is to, to connect with this is in the woods. Um, and I can be moving and with other people and still feel that. But introduce your soul to your human self. Introduce your human self to your soul. They've already been talking, but they would love for you to be part of all of this. And I know it makes it feel like there's so many different parts of you at play. And there are. When you merge all of these, there's a peacefulness, a calmness. Even when life is chaotic and there's so much going on, there's still a peacefulness and a calmness that exists 
and is possible because you understand that, okay, this physical experience is pretty cool, but it's not all that's there. And when I'm embracing that, I get to expand how much fun and joy that this place actually is. So I wish for you a connective soul experience, an invitation that you issue yourself to work in collaboration with your whole self to understand, yes, what you've brought forth from previous lives, but also what are you doing? What are you here to learn? I promise you it's not scrolling social media or you know binge watching entertainment TV, okay on occasion, but that's not your purpose. That's not why your soul is here. So how can you do one small thing, 1% movement, have a growth mindset of moving on up your own chakra chain, but also issuing a bit of a playful challenge of let's go, let's see what I can learn from each of these experiences. And it'll also help you to not take things so dang personally. I wish that for you. I'm so grateful you were here and that you are in my lifetime. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition Your First Sense. I'm so grateful to have you here. It's like a gift to me every week. And speaking of gifts, did you know that you can purchase gift certificates on my website? vickybaird.com for yourself, for others. You can purchase coaching packages and gift those out. So please head on over to vickybaird.com and purchase your electronic gift certificates.